You're listening to Voice Acting Mastery, episode number 70. Welcome to the Voice Acting Mastery podcast with Crispin Freeman. VoiceActingMastery.com is your place to learn both the skills and the mindset you need to become a professional voice actor, even if you're just getting started. In each episode of this podcast, you'll discover valuable tips, tricks, and insider information to help you portray characters in animation, video games, and beyond. And now here's your host, voice actor Crispin Freeman. Hi there. My name is Crispin Freeman, and I'll be your guide through the world of voice acting. If you'd like to know more about me, feel free to check out my personal website at www.crispinfreeman.com. This is the third part of my interview with my good friend, the incredibly talented voice director, Andrea Toyas. Andrea works for Blizzard Entertainment and has voice directed on such high-profile titles as World of Warcraft Cataclysm and Diablo 3. We first met while working on Diablo 3, where I played the voice of the male wizard. We've admired each other's work ever since. In the last episode, Andrea shared with us what she's looking for from a voice actor when they audition for her. She discussed how important it is for an actor to have a playful nature. She also talked about how helpful it is when an actor truly understands the style or the genre of the project they're working on. And she shared an amazing story of working with the legendary voice actor, Frank Welker. In this episode, Andrea and I talk about the challenges that a voice director faces when trying to guide a project so that it comes out well. There are many people and many personalities a voice director needs to manage in order to ensure that she captures believable performances that will work well together in the final product. Andrea and I also discuss the nature of collaboration and what it takes to work with other artists in order to create storytelling that is captivating and appealing. Later, I share with Andrea what I appreciate about talented directors like her and how they help make my work as a voice actor easier and more satisfying. Listening to this segment will really give you an insight into the mind of a voice director so you can understand what challenges they face and how to interact with them more effectively. And now, the feature segment. Every actor is very different, mm. and a director's the challenge of the director, at least when I've been directing, is being able... Uh, how quickly can I suss an actor? Right. How quickly can I figure out what kind of actor they Absolutely. are and what kind of messages and signals will work best with Absolutely. them? There are it, it, um, musicians, uh, recording engineers for musicians will sometimes say, there are musicians who are first-take musicians. Mm -hmm. You get them on the first take, Absolutely. they're brilliant, and the more they practice Absolutely. it, the worse they get. I couldn't agree more. But then there are other ones where their first couple takes may be a little yeah. rough, and the more they rehearse, the better yeah. and better it yeah. gets. And you have to sort of be able to know mm -hmm. with your actor, mm -hmm. do we have to get them early, or do we want to let them warm up to it, and and we'll get the better one a little later. Yeah. And if you don't understand the animal you're working with, Absolutely. Um, then do you find yourself sometimes... Um, that producers or other people who are working with you in the booth have a different idea and you have to sort of manage mm -hmm. between the two? Yes. That's, that's a big challenge, too, because obviously I'm there. For all the Blizzard sessions, we have a writer either on the phone or in person with us. And, you know, it's hard because first and foremost, my goal uh, is to, to protect uh, the actor. You know, I'm really there to guide them to make sure they feel safe and it's a good environment for them to create. But also, obviously, my other responsibility is to make sure the writers are happy. And sometimes it's hard because uh, we had a character in World of Warcraft uh, 
the, the, what was coming out of the microphone wasn't exactly what they wanted, but I knew it was magic. And so it just took some time to kind of, I kind of have to be that universal translator, you know, mm -hmm. and, and to explain to them it might, might not be exactly what you wanted, but trust me, there's something here and we get it back to the farm, we can process it. And so it's really hard to, to both, you know, get what they want, but also infuse a little bit of possibility in there as well. And luckily the people at Blizzard I work with are amazing, but it really is a collaborative effort and I have to make sure that all parties involved are, are happy and that it, that can be quite challenging. I think that's something that people don't always understand, especially because when they look at, say, Hollywood films, right. it looks like the director is the one who is completely right. in charge. Right. Um, but even in Hollywood films, that's not the case. Right. And certainly <clears throat> not in the world of voiceover mm -hmm. and in any kind of voiceover, mm -hmm. because the director's job is to collaborate not only with the actor, but with mm -hmm. the writers mm -hmm. and the producers. Mm -hmm. And everybody has a stake in what's mm -hmm. going on. And so the director becomes the linchpin yes. um, who has to try to translate the artistic vision of the writers mm -hmm. and the producers, and yet work with the ingredients you have in front Absolutely. of you. And you go, well, yes, I realize that you might like a souffle, but mm -hmm. what we've got in front of us is marzipan. Absolutely. And it's really good marzipan. <laughs> That's okay. And so why don't we take yes. advantage of the marzipan yes. we have in front of us? Right. And if we really need souffle, we'll get souffle another day. Right. And, and, but and let's rock this marzipan while we got it. Let's rock this marzipan yeah, while we got right, it because right. you're not going to get any better no, marzipan totally. than this. You know? And so, and I think, <laughs> I think great. people sometimes think that, you know, the, the director is the auteur and the director right. has that. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. Everybody in the room is negotiating right. and collaborating, right. trying to find a way to make the process. Project yes. as good as possible yes. and the director is just usually the most vocal one right because the director has to not only talk to the writers and producers yes. but as soon as you're done doing that you have to then turn around and talk to the actor yes. Yes. and try to make all of it come together and yes. make the magic happen of course so it is it is the the heavy lifting i mean yes. you're 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 driving the bus, uh, mm -hmm. and you do it quite well, which I'm... It's funny you say that about the idea about how you don't want to pause too long before you talk to the actor because mm -hmm. they're going to worry about mm -hmm. it. It is absolutely true, yes. because the voice actor is in this uh, fishbowl, uh -huh. and you're in this isolation tank, mm -hmm. and you can't always hear unless you hit the button yes. for the talkback mic. Yes. Otherwise... Yeah, you just see you see mouths moving, and you, you see, don't know. It's, you assume it's about you. You don't know what's going on. You have there. no idea what's going on. Uh -huh. They could. Uh, and it's happened before where I've watched them through the glass, and yes. they're talking, and I'm thinking they hate me. They yes, hate me. Yes, of course. And they finally get on. They go. So, what did you want for lunch? Yeah, and totally. Just, <laughs> That's a classic lunch. story, right? Right. right. Um, so I really appreciate the fact um, that you are so conscientious mm -hmm. about dealing with an actor mm -hmm. and making sure that they understand. Mm -hmm. Well, it's important because I think. Unless people, they don't understand, I think, the vulnerability because they're in this, this glass bubble, as you said. And it's, it's like you're standing there with all your clothes off with a room of people staring at you. Because how do you not, how can you not take everything personally when you're the one delivering, you've got a room of people judging you. So I, don't, I think that everybody who's involved in the voice acting process should try to just get behind the mic a little bit to understand the vulnerability that's involved because it's fierce. It's fierce. I tried it once. I'll never do it again. It's, <laughs> it's, overwhel it's overwhelming. I just could, I couldn't get out of my head. I don't think people realize, unless they're there, what goes into it. I think people like you and other great actors I get to work with make it seem so easy, but it really, so much goes into it. Um, but I want to thank you for highlighting how hard the director side is because you're the first who's really articulated how hard it is for people like myself who have to balance out the actors and the writers and the producers because I really have to make sure everybody's happy. And ultimately, I'm there to get a good performance, but I, you know, but I rely on the writers and I have to really get what they want because I don't know the entire story, the entire arc, the entire, everything they're trying to do. So, um, 
it, it's really a collaborative process and it really is I have to make sure that everybody in the room is happy and it's challenging uh, and it's great when it works it can be harder days um, but it certainly is being a director is can certainly be challenging. It's challenging because people talk about oh collaboration, but mm-hmm. many times lay people don't know what d- yes. don't understand what that means. Right. Collaboration doesn't just mean oh let's all pull on the rope together. Right. Collaboration means negotiation. Mm-hmm. I want I want red. Well, I want mm-hmm. blue. Well, I want green. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do we do? Exactly. And and the idea that that negotiation has to be um, tactful, mm-hmm. diplomatic, mm-hmm. sensitive. And at the same time, true to the intention Absolutely. of the project that we're working on. Right. So, no, I understand because I've been in the director's right. chair. you know. I understand what it's like uh, to have to manage mm-hmm. that. And mm-hmm. I've had to do some heavy negotiation mm-hmm. at times. It's tough. To get, to get what's, uh, to get the, to make the project come out just so. Absolutely. Because that's really, I, I, for me, and I've always sensed it with you, that the greatest satisfaction comes from getting it just so and going oh my god that's so good absolutely i and i just can i play that again yes absolutely you know can i watch that again because it's it's so good yeah it really is you know and i think that um there's so much that goes into it and i think you know and i think also just since we're i'm the first director but to talk a little bit but a little bit about directing it's also made me really aware of how i talk um, and not how I talk, what words I use, because it really, talking about having to negotiate, I can't just be like, look, that's a dumb idea, I want to try this way. I think there's a way, I've just had to reassess how I talk, because there's, you want to make sure that, that everybody feels like their voice is being heard, right? So mm-hmm. even if they want A, and I'm like, cool, I think A is awesome, let's just try B, because we're here, let's just try B and see what There's just a way to kind of work with people and negotiate. And I think the biggest, most important role of a director, and I'm just seconding what you're saying, is to kind of make sure every voice is heard, uh, everybody's got a, a piece of the puzzle, and then we can kind of collectively play and then see what we end up with. Mm-hmm. And kind of going back to Blizzard, that's why I think I love working with Blizzard, is I do have the time to play in the booth, and we're not plowing through lines, course we might have in a couple Diablo sessions <laughs> but really it's fun to kind of create and play because we all come in there thinking I know the writers do hey I want the line to sound like this okay this is what I want to hear and, it, and that, that's part of the, the magical process I talked about earlier is then when people like you come in you read it in a way we didn't expect like oh my god that line is a thousand times better mm. so it's just the director's just got to make sure everybody's got that space and bandwidth to play and so things can come out and we can have that great read it is vitally important, as you said, how you speak. Yes. The ability to articulate as a director yes. is, in my opinion, the single greatest mm-hmm. skill you need to have. Absolutely. It's what I failed at the very first time I directed a piece of theater in college, which is I knew what I wanted, right. but I didn't know how to say it to yep. the actors. Oh, yeah. And I literally, that was my learning process of, no, I have to put it into words. Yes. If I can't put it into words, then the person I am collaborating with can't can't claim ownership mm-hmm. with me, mm-hmm. can't sort of own it together with me, and we're on the same plate. If it's in my head and I can't speak it, yep. then there's no way for them to join me yes. in the game that I'm playing. That's so exactly I it. think it's awesome that uh, you're uh, that you understand and appreciate that, and that's always what I've appreciated when I've been in the booth working with you, is uh, the idea that we can talk mm-hmm. clearly about mm-hmm. what we're going for. Mm-hmm. As an actor, I want a director who has a clear vision Mm -hmm. of what they want. Mm -hmm. And we can always try something different. But if it feels like the director is just throwing spaghetti against the wall to see what will stick, then as an actor, you feel like you're a horse with a bad rider. And the rider doesn't know where they want to go. Right, right. If the rider wants to explore a new path we haven't done before, absolutely, let's go check it out. But that that sort of steady hand mm-hmm. uh, is always been so. I've always been so grateful for it when we've been working on Diablo mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Is I've never doubted for a second 
that we know where we're going mm-hmm. and we're going to try something. And then maybe we'll try this other path, too, because maybe that would give us something we never thought right, of. Right, right, right. But, oh, no, no, okay. And then, and then we negotiate to find what the best one right, is. Right, right. When I'm in that position with you as a director, I feel relaxed. Mm-hmm. I feel confident. I feel like you're looking out for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. You're never going to let me sound bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, I, I can walk out of the booth knowing you're going to take the best take. Mm-hmm. Um, the worst position for me as an actor is when I'm dealing with a director and I don't trust their vision. Right. I don't trust their sensibility. And so I'm constantly having to direct myself. Yes, that's the worst possible scenario. It's the worst because now I'm doing double duty. Right. And my acting is going to suffer. Absolutely. Because I, Absolutely. I can't just go in whole hog yes. and sort of jump into the deep end of the pool yes. and trust that you've got my back to yes. say, ooh, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Now do it this with a, with a half twist. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Right. That's, that's the, the joy of the collaboration of mm-hmm. plussing, of getting something that's a, a, a whole that is bigger than the sum of mm-hmm. its parts. Completely. That's exactly it. That's really well said. And that's the thing. I mean, that's why... You know, like I said earlier, my number one goal is to protect the actor because I want you to feel so safe to give and create and be present. And I think if you've got to start watching yourself and directing yourself, then that's just a, that's a miserable situation to be in. And when you've got, say, a four hour session ahead of you and you've got, you, you've got to do double duty, as you say, then, then that whole creative process stops. It becomes this kind of square wheel. It's moving, but you're not be, you're not able to give yourself completely in the way you would. So I think that is the number one most important ingredient of a good session. Often, people talk about the importance of collaborating well with other artists when creating a piece of entertainment, whether it be film, TV, animation, or video games. Rarely do people discuss the details of what it actually takes to help that collaborative process go more smoothly. Collaboration is not only about communicating with others effectively. It also requires you to have some understanding of the challenges your co-creators face and how to support each other as members of a creative team. What I so appreciate about Andrea is that her fascination with the process of voice acting has inspired her to learn as much as she can about all aspects of the craft. Not only has she learned the technical side of things by coming up through the ranks at Blizzard, and not only has she worked on developing the communication skills necessary to be able to direct actors effectively, she's even tried her hand at acting herself so that she can understand what the voice actor is going through when they are trying to deliver a believable performance. In this episode, I've tried to give you a glimpse of what a voice director experiences so I can help you as the voice actor understand how to collaborate with them better. Everyone wants to work with people whom they can trust. I have found that the more understanding everyone has of the challenges that their artistic collaborators face, the smoother the whole process can go. When you truly understand and respect the contribution your team members are making to a creative project, it is easier to communicate and cooperate with one another. This invariably leads to the creation of a more natural and inspired final product. In the fourth and final episode, Andrea shares with me what she studied in order to become the talented director that she is today. She talks about the intimacy that exists between a director and actor when they are collaborating on a performance, and how to capture that intimacy in the recording booth. She also recounts her own experiences trying her hand at acting, and what she learned about what it takes to voice act well. She concludes with her final advice to voice actors, and why it's called voice acting and not voice reading. It's a wonderful way to wrap up our discussion 
and I'm looking forward to sharing it with you next time. Until then, all the best in your voice acting endeavors. Take care. You've been listening to the Voice Acting Mastery Podcast with Crispin Freeman. To get your free report revealing the five most common mistakes to avoid in voice acting, point your web browser to www.freevoiceactinggift.com. Thanks for listening.